What up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Soul Savvy Podcast. We have a very special guest today, uh, Jacques Slade, aka Cousteau. How you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. Thanks for having me on the podcast. I feel good. Hell yeah! An, an, another member joining the podcast ranks. Um, I'm saying, I'm saying. I think that's the you become a member, then you get on the podcast. Isn't that how it works for everybody? Yeah, and I just had that yesterday. We had her on a couple of days ago. Um, but I have to, I have to poke fun to the first time you ever posted in the Slack, where I was really just waiting for that yo yo yo. I wanted oh. you to type it so bad, and you didn't do it. <laughs> It's funny because like I I didn't mean for it to become a thing. Yeah. But it's just like how like I greet my friends. It's like, yeah. yo, you know, it's just like yo, like that's how we just greet each other. Yeah. And it, the yo 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 thing for the videos, like that just kind of developed over time. It just kind of became part of it. So now now I feel awkward when like because like on all my text chats, yeah. like when I'm texting somebody, like the first thing if I if I don't say like good morning or <laughs> Something like that. It's like, yo. <laughs> yeah, because I was just about to text you three yells and I'm like, wait a minute, maybe I shouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's fine. It's, yeah. it's part of it's part of the vernacular now. So I yeah. can't I can't get away from it. It's it's your thing. It's it's almost a trademark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- thanks for hopping on. I wanted to talk around a variety of different things about sneaker culture, but I wanted to start with kind of the idea of community. Mm-hmm. I think over the years, and obviously we as a company, it's it's really big for us, but how do you feel about sneaker community right now like what does that look like to you Do you think it's thriving or do you think it's having a hard time finding its way in the current landscape i mean i think i i, I think there's no longer just a sneaker community anymore um right. i think when you say sneakers there's like eight different areas of sneakers that you have to really be a part of that really encompass what the sneaker community is right as far as i think the I would say the sneaker head. I like to I like to think of it as there's the sneaker head, there is there's like the purist, yep. and then there's like the entrepreneur that's masquerading as both. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I feel like the the purists have their own community, the new sneaker heads that, you know, people that are into sneakers, they have their own community. And then yeah. you have, you know, the entrepreneurs that are in that are into it. And so I, I, for me, I think the community is thriving. I think for me, I'm excited about seeing the growth of sneakers and how big that it's gotten and yep. how many more people know about sneakers and know the vernacular and can speak to a Jordan one, know what the word dead stock means. And, right. you know, no, no, they know the reseller platforms. They know stock X, they know eBay, they know like, cause that's where they're, if they're getting into sneakers, that's where they're finding the things that they think are cool. And so right. like those, everything has it's, I think it has its place. But as far as like the purest community, I think it thrives. I think there's like this underground network of, of a community that that mm-hmm. looks out for each other and understands the the old ways. I feel like this right. is like like when like it's like martial arts and like you know we practice the old ways. Yeah, when, right. When yeah, we yeah, fight, yeah. and you know there's this community there that that I think is thriving and is always going to be there. It's a little disconnected. Um, it's not as the connections aren't as thorough as they used to be, but they're there and they're thriving. Yeah, I, I think that's an interesting way to look at it because I, when I say the word community, I immediately exclude resellers and bot users and all that stuff because like, obviously I'm very passionate about my specific community, but mm-hmm. it's it's a valid point that we have to acknowledge the fact that the sneaker community is now broken into a variety of different parts 
yeah. some of us just happen to hate one of the other communities more, yeah. than, more than the other way around. And for me, again, my question was coming from the perspective of like the old heads and, and even just actual sneaker heads who wear their shoes. Um, I feel like people are just getting frustrated and it's hard to fully enjoy it when there's this other sub community, let's say um, resellers and, and bots that are taking yeah. away from the fun of them. Like again, um, I joked with you, but hashtag Saturday, right? Like, <laughs> you know, I think, I think taking the L's is part of the game. It, it always has been, and it always will be, but there's something where, right now that it's, it's just, I think consumers feel exploited and that makes it even more painful than, than right. anything else. Even though like the taking the L's has always been a part of it. Reselling has always been a part of it too. Yes, if we're going to keep it a buck, you know what yep. I mean? And I think yep. a lot of people lose sight of that. I think now reselling has become a focus, yeah. which it never was really a focus of the community. Yes, It was true. more looking out for each other, but people were definitely reselling sneakers back in the day before these other platforms. It's just now that, but back then people got into the community because of, the, the community yep. now you have entrepreneurs getting into the community because of money and that that shifts the balances a little bit yeah and it's the fact that these people are coming into it for what you know i would deem the wrong reason right which is the, mm-hmm. the entrepreneurship as, as you can call it i'm won't be as nice <laughs> around that <laughs> um yeah I, I have to bite my tongue sometimes but yeah it's it's totally it's totally fair it's just hard when again you know, what I said to members was almost all of the innovation in this space for the past three or four years has really been around the resale industry, right? Marketplace. Mm-hmm. And, and um, I think you said it to me, but StockX makes selling and buying products so frictionless and so easy that it, it yeah. poss- it's possible for anyone to, to, to do that, right? Um, no yeah. matter how much you are into sneakers. And, uh, you know, that's, that's one discussion. And for me, I've been really thinking about who the the enemy is and hearing you talk mm. about this um, is making me realize that, you know, resellers are part of the problem, but really the problem for me is the, is bots, right? The exploitation mm. of the system by users with bots that are really wrecking havoc on the actual experience. Um, right. Like you said, everyone's been, people have resold stuff in the past before. Obviously StockX has made that frictionless and, and really easy to do. Yeah. But it's it's the person who's you know botting Foot Locker to death to the point where like you can't even add to cart for three hours, or the person clearing out a Shopify site that doesn't have bot protection. Right, those are really the core of the problem. I think the first thing to fix, and you know people are trying. <laughs> it's just not yeah. not as not as easy to stop when it's turning it's it's itself is turning into a billion dollar industry. Yeah. And I'm not opposed to reselling or resellers. It's the greediness that is the issue. It's being, it's being greedy. It's not like if people were doing this and getting pairs for themselves, that's one thing, but they're, they're buying every, you know, like you said, they're buying every pair and that part, that's the part that sucks. That's the part that makes it, that wrecks the community. But that's also the reason why like soul savvy, is like such a cool community to be a part of because you're combating that and you're fighting against that and giving people that just want to get sneakers to wear, you know, to add to their collection, you're providing an avenue for them to do that, which is, you know, that's, that's really what it it should be about. 
Right. And, and I feel like we lost our way a, a, around that because no one was, was supplying an opportunity to be a part of something like that or, or innovating in, in that space. Right. So obviously right. I'm very happy we're doing that, but it, yeah, it comes to like the Jubilee 11s, StockX doing 50% off seller fees to really ensure more people resold the shoes so that, that, you know, they could make 20 bucks was for me really rubbed me the wrong way. Cause yeah. again, like no one should have to work very hard the whole week to get Jubilee 11s just because some kid wanted to make 15 bucks. Right. right. Um, and, you know, I get it. He's an entrepreneur. He's hustling. He's, you know, earning his keep, whatever. I just don't care for it <laughs> very much. Um, and it's always going to be my stance, but I get the other side of the the conversation. Yeah. And I, and I really like, like you, I respect the hustle, but I don't, I don't respect the greediness. That's yeah. more of anything else. Like you get one pair. Okay. You get two pair, yeah. but don't buy don't buy 30. Yeah. You know what I mean? That yep. just leaves a bad taste in my mouth as well. Yep. Yep. And and, and I'm kind of hoping things change. And that's kind of part of the discussion I want to have with you. Wall Street bets. How familiar yes. are you with that right now and everything going on? That is just insanity. I don't even know how to explain it, but it's, it's incredible what's happening. Like to see it, it's bringing so many things to light, yep. which is which is, I think, really going to be the best part about all of it at the end of the day. I agree. I agree. And and I, for the record, um, have never bought stocks in my life before. I don't know anything. So I spent yesterday educating myself. Uh-huh. And I came out of everything I read going, wait, what the fuck? They were allowed to do this? <laughs> right. And, yeah. And, oh, wait, the people figured out how to exploit their exploitation. And now they're Wall Street's like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, my head is, it hurts that, yeah. <laughs> that that's the case. Um, but this brings me to a tweet from um, John Marcello this morning. He said, I think we're going to see a shift like this in the sneaker industry and, and sneaker resale. Don't under- underestimate the power of community. I think it's, it's a very, I mean, it's a smart message. And I really believe in that because I think the frustration is starting to boil over. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not even starting to boil over. It's like really hitting its stride where people are just almost miserable. Um, they're talking, we're talking about mental health around sneakers because it's affecting their mood so much. And at some point there has to be a tipping point where someone's going to have to listen and and have a change on that. Yeah. And I I don't know how it's going to hit sneakers though. That's the Mm -hmm. interesting thing. It's like, I don't know, like there is no equivalent in sneakers. Like it it doesn't, I don't know. I I don't know if it maps over like the way, only way it would map over is if people stop buying. Right. So part of my strategy is how do we eliminate uh, a platform that is designed to encourage higher prices, reselling and exploiting consumers, right? That being StockX and Goat. Great mm-hmm. companies, um, good for them. I, I use Goat over StockX personally. But when, when it's designed for the specific purpose of resell, um, it takes away from the actual culture. So for me personally, like what we're trying to build is something that eliminates that need. And and it really puts the power into the peer-to-peer perspective and how do we make us safe and an Mm -hmm. equally as frictionless process. Um, But also I go back to the the BOTS Act, the Better Online Ticketing Sales Act. Uh, How familiar are you with that? Mm -hmm. I've I've heard of it. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I think maybe the first fine is going out this year. Um, it's been four years that anyone's been caught, but I think that we could see a precedent around that where 
I don't know, maybe a senator is a huge sneakerhead and starts getting frustrated with his sneaker sales and, you know, something makes it to Senate. Uh, you know, there's a lot of other things that are more important in the world, but uh, I think that could see a similar correlation where just consumer goods in general, maybe it's not focused around sneakers, but, you know, we saw with PS5s and, and switches and, and graphic boards that people are willing to buy and sell anything if there's a profit involved in it. Which is, you know, in which people will contribute, you know, let the market speak. Let the, let the open market do their thing. Yeah. I mean, there's got to, we got to draw the line somewhere though, you know? Yeah. And, 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 you know, we kind of saw the flip side of that where Adidas lowered the prices of their Yeezy 700 to 240 US, but that also ultimately led to the resale price rising. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so it's, it's an interesting correlation. I don't think anyone's going to have the right answer. Well, not right now, at least. I think it's a challenge, obviously, because the space is booming. And how do you go from, you know, we used to wait in line at the mall at Champs to this world of like strictly digital experiences. Yeah, so I, and I kind of keep going back to this. And this is where I, I think this is where you and what you're doing with Soul Savvy really kind of steps into that gap. Yeah, it's it, it's true. I don't have any of the answers yet. I'm constantly talking through them and thinking through them. But I just know that it really comes down to strength in numbers. And I feel like sneaker heads, quote unquote, have been taken away from the discussion and it's been focused on resale and bots, which, you know, it leads me to that complex tweet, which, I mean, I was, I read it and I was pissed because, mm-hmm. you know, and I'll read it out loud for anyone who hasn't seen right now, but the, the tweet goes, everything you need to know about getting into sneaker bots, including how to buy and use them, learning about sneaker culture and much more. I mean, I have many gripes with this, but I'll let you start because you actually haven't read the story yet. You've only seen the tweet. Right. Yeah. 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 You, you can tell they're there. It's, it's a, this is one of those things where I feel like they're chasing the clicks. Yes, for sure. Um, I, I know firsthand that some of the guys at complex are like really, they really do love sneakers. They really do love the culture. Absolutely. But I also look at an article like this and it speaks, it's like the commercialization of sneakers and they unfortunately have to walk in that space between like the commercialization and the culture. And, you know, if they have to go where their audience is, and if that's what their audience is asking for, and that's what their audience wants, mm-hmm. this is, you get articles like this, especially when you know, you know, they have to, they got to have a certain amount of clicks a month. Right. And they right. got to have a certain level of engagement a month. I mean, they, they got that engagement and some, like there is a lot yeah. of comments on Instagram, quote tweets, retweets of, and responses to, to all of it kind of just being like, yo, what the fuck? I thought you guys were about the culture, not taking away from it by kind of normalizing bots. Right. And, and I, that's, I think that's my biggest gripe is, you know, they wrote this, but where is the opposite story around this? Right. Uh You can't, you know, yes, your clicks and views, and this is part of the culture now and people would find this interesting, but what about everyone else? What about the people who just want to buy stuff for retail? Why not create content for them? I'm, you know, we just published this morning. It was luckily on our editorial calendar for today, um, one day after their post. But like, why is the media, mainstream media in sneakers, not talking about the actual sneakerhead in their experience? Why, are, why have we normalized resale? Yeah, and, and it definitely, but 
you know, to pay devil's advocate here, yep. you, you almost have to, you've got to, you have to speak to it. Yep. And if you're, uh, um, if you're an organization like complex, you don't want to be perceived as the old man screaming at the clouds. Right. So this is, I mean, this is really them catering or, you know, or uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Catering or yeah, it's a it's a terrific SEO play, and and obviously that's part of the driving factor here: page views, clicks, engagement. Everyone was, you know, liking it, and even if it was negative, they were they were contributing to the conversation. My again, my frustration is just it seems like to me that no one in sneaker media or not, I should say, no one for the most part, um, they're not looking out for the people who want to wear their shoes. And that's where, I think that's why everyone's reaction to this comes from. It's like, yo, what about us? Why these guys? And, uh, you know, you're playing devil's advocate, but, um, you know, sneakerheads are passionate and they feel like they're being ripped off. And Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, I mean, I, I'm in the same way. Like it's the, it's the, like I said, it's the greediness. It's the being greedy and like not being happy with having one pair for yourself or, or two pair for yourself. God, you know, God forbid that you want 30. Yeah. Like just like yeah. if you're going to use the, like everyone wants to use the advantages they have. And, and I, 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 I get that on one hand, but it's just super frustrating for the rest of the community. Cause really now you're robbing the rest of the community and without the community, the, without, you know, without individuals in the community, you slowly start to break apart yeah. what should be important, which is the community of sneakers. Yeah. Like eventually it'll, it'll be just you selling to people and i guess and i guess maybe for some people that's fine like they don't care like as long as they get their sales off and they don't really care about the community but i think it can destroy the 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 community and what the community has come to to represent yeah but but my argument there would be if the diehard sneakerhead community like the actual people who wear their shoes get so frustrated and tired of this and they go you know what i'm just not going to participate in this because it's designed to exploit me you know, the, the opposite of who's on the end, other end of that $6 billion resale uh, market is people who wear their shoes. And at some point, do they just go, I'm out? And then who's going to who's gonna pay resale? Um, I don't think that'll happen overnight, but I could see, you know, as we get older, right? And we age out of sneakers potentially, or, you know, new demos come up is, are people always going to be willing to pay these premiums? And will the brands adjust to that, right? Um, if you're Nike looking at it, shit, should Jordan ones be 250 bucks? Like, is that something they would ever do? Probably not. Yeah. I think it would just raise resale prices, but we are in an interesting time because um, sneakers has exploded the last four years, especially yeah. the last two years. And the brands are learning a lot as they go. We're learning a lot as a company as we go. And I, I do, I see that light at the end of the tunnel where I think things will get better, but there's going to be some more lumps over the next couple of years while we figure out what that looks like. Yeah. And I, I guess I don't want us to make it seem like it's all doom and gloom because it's not all doom and gloom. No, it's I, not. I just think we're going through a particularly rough period Yeah, in the world, in the world of sneakers um, yeah. when it comes to resale. So the, yeah, for people that are listening, we're not saying like sneakers is over. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, I guess I should take that opportunity to say like sneaker and you, you alluded to it, but like sneaker culture is thriving. It's just kind of happening 
in smaller pockets where it's not as visible, right? Resell mm. Twitter and bots. Twitter is very loud and it's what we see versus, yeah. I mean, again, for us as a company, our communities are private, right? It's thriving in there. People are having fun. They're having discussions. They're buying shoes. Things are, things are well. And there's, you know, there's, there's days of L's and there's days of W's, but um, that's for me, it's like, how do we, bring the fun aspects of sneakers to the forefront, the culture, have those conversations and enable it to be a part of what defines the culture now versus just strictly, you know, reselling bots. Yeah. agreed. And I, 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 I feel that 100%, like that's where, like that's where the culture needs to get back to. Mm-hmm. And I think that is going to help the, help the community grow even more. So because like, because part of the part of the thing that I, I take issue with with the greediness is that yeah. people are buying these sneakers at, at these o- over like and they're overpriced for the most part. Yeah. And the the issue with that is like it's not teaching anybody anything about the culture. It's just them getting this cool sneaker to clout chase or whatever it is mm-hmm. they're going to do. Like, but they never really learn about the culture. They they don't like. Yep like part of the, part of the fight is for people to fall in love with it the same way that we fell in love with it to learn, you know, the stories and what the shoes mean and yep. the technology and the design, the marvel behind it, like the yep. minds that work on it. Like that's why we like Tinker. Like there's a style element to yep. Tinker that is just hard to translate that if you just bought the Jordan three and never saw Tinker, like, I feel like you're missing a lot of yeah. the story behind that. The, the last dance effect. Right. It was seeing Jordan, you know, play and talk and this just the whole history coming back to a lot of people made them go, oh, damn. Now I remember why I really liked fives. Right. Yep. Like like yep. fives through the summer were booming. And I think strictly because of the last dance. Yeah. Um, and that's that's part of it. So, you know, I, I've had discussions with like a, a bot developer, a cook group person, what, you know, resellers. Cause I'm always kind of curious on the, on the landscape. Right. I don't want to be too one-sided. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of them was a young kid. He was 17 and he was like, yeah, I got into this just to make 20 bucks, but you know, I still resell, but now I like actually like shoes and I buy stuff to keep for myself and I wear things and it's, it's part of who I am. So, you know, there's this generation that's coming up from a resale perspective, um, whether, you know, I agree with it or not, that that's their entry into sneakers, mm-hmm. which is, which is interesting to say. There's also the the flip side of, you probably didn't see this, but the guy who tried to buy the Notre Dunks, were you online for that release? No, I wasn't. Yeah. So, so to purchase the shoes and check out, you had to answer a question. And the question was, what city is Notre in? Do you know the answer? Uh, I think, I don't know. I think Chicago, right? Yeah. Chicago? Yeah, yeah, Chicago. Yeah. So I had to put you on the spot there with the skill no, testing no, question. Good. No, no, it's good. <laughs> but yeah, it, it is Chicago, right? So, I, you know, I found a video of a guy live streaming. He's got StockX open on one screen and he's got the website on one screen. And mm. the question comes up, what US city is Notre in? And he goes, what city? What city? I don't know what city it's in. So he's Googling it. He's trying to figure it out. He gets to Notre Dame. Like the guy finally realizes it's, it's Chicago and he takes an out because he didn't know the city. Right, right. right. So that's just my, and then there was another thread on, on a Discord group of resellers where the guy's username is Chicago. And he goes, what fucking city is, is Notre in? And then everyone just kind of oh. starts to clown him, right? That's the other part of this where I'm, I, I have a hard time with is if you're going to be a reseller or a bot user, 
at least care a little bit about the history yeah. and the culture of it. So it doesn't, right. it makes me feel a little bit better knowing that you at least know X or Y about this shoe versus yeah. being one of these guys who doesn't know anything and is just trying to cop and flip. Yeah, that, that would, that, and that, that you're right. That would make me feel better. That would make me feel a little bit better. I'd still be yeah. salty, but it makes yeah. me feel better <laughs> that they at least know about the culture. Yeah. So I took great joy in, in watching that clip and cutting it down into a nice little tweet to share with the internet. <laughs> nice, nice. But here, I will pose one question for you. And and if you don't have an answer on the spot, um, obviously don't worry about it. But if you could do one thing to improve the industry or what you think might kind of be the future of sneakers, does anything come to mind for you? That's a great question. Yeah. There's not just one thing. Like, yeah, like, I mean, just, you know, if we listen to this podcast again in four years and we were to record another one, what, what, how would you like to see it be better? Ultimately, let's, let's assume everything just gets better from here. <laughs> yeah. If there, if there was one thing, it would be more about the community getting smarter, yeah. finding out what they need to do in order to recycle more when it comes to their sneakers. But like, instead of throwing old sneakers away, maybe doing like their own custom and, and, you know, resoling shoes mm -hmm. or, working with brands or buying or buying from brands that are taking a, a sustainability angle. Right. Like those, those sort of things I think are important to me, especially seeing some of the waste that comes from the world of sneakers and the impact that we're having. That yeah. would be the thing that I would want more for the community, the community actively making moves to make the world better through the, the thing that they're passionate about. Yep. Yep. I agree. And I, I, I think I'll add to that is I think we'll see in the next four or five years more of, and it's kind of happening now, but customization, potential new brands, um, being more of an individual, not based off what Nike or Adidas or New Balance are making. But I think we'll see a brand pop up that's going to make an, a really compelling sneaker and story that people will resonate with. And I think that'll kind of distribute the need to have a Jordan one. I think that'll always be there, but hopefully we see kind of a rise of, of something unique popping up and hopefully uh, we're a part of that. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I love that. I think a lot of new brands follow the Nike beginning storyline yep. and they don't have their own storyline. They, they're, they're just doing a derivative of the Nike storyline. And that's why none of them have been able to really stand out separate from right whatever's out there and yep. so once we find somebody that learns that learns to market sneakers in a way that is distinctly their own mm -hmm. then we'll see we'll be like okay that's when that's when they'll make a difference yeah no that's that's a that's a great point and kind of also alludes to the different athletes that have signed with with Puma or Anta, that's, you know, seeing Anta covered in, in a blog post or even us writing about it is a good thing for sneaker culture, yep. right? Diversifying 100. that that knowledge is going to be important. I think that's one key thing that's going to happen over the next four years is like, yeah, the hype's cool, but like, you know, as an individual, I can actually wear this and still feel great about myself versus letting a StockX dollar tag dictate what you think is hot or not. Yeah. And message people, don't wear your StockX tag on your shoes. <laughs> Wait, do people do that? People, people do that. Oh, don't wear, don't wear anybody's tag. One God, 
Like unless it's an off-white tag, and because that's part of the design. Yeah. Going somewhere with a tag on your design to let people know you got it from <laughs> whatever marketplace it was, that's not the vibe. Take take all of the take all of the tags off. Oh yeah, you know my reaction right now is coming from a genuine place of confusion that this is a thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, see, I learned I learned something every day. Yeah, yeah, I've seen him at the grocery store. Yeah, wow. Well, that's quite a flex. I'm in my uh, shoes. I paid five times resale for the grocery store. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Well, look, I appreciate you taking the time and and having this conversation with me. It'll definitely be interesting to look back to see if maybe either of our predictions comes to fruition. And hopefully the culture continues to thrive. And again, for me, it's, I think if we remove bots from the equation, this this whole thing feels a lot better. Yeah, man. Well, thanks for having me. First, thanks for making me a part of the Soul Savvy community and, and opening my eyes to, to that world. I didn't know that that community existed and it's good to see them all together and, yep. and, and the, the camaraderie in the, in the community. And uh, hopefully our goals for four years into the sneaker world do, do come true. I think that would be really dope. Yeah, no, I appreciate the support. I appreciate you, you know, popping into the community and having those conversations when you do. And um, yeah, I look forward to, you know, seeing what this looks like. For sure. I need to be in the community more. I need to get in there more. I, I always, <laughs> I always feel like I need to be in there more and talking more, but I'll get it. I'll get in there. Yeah. We also like, I, I do need to put you through my boot camp. Um, it, it hurts my feelings every time you hashtag Saturday. So um, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother thing, but we'll, we'll, yeah. work, we'll work on that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. I definitely do. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks again. For sure, man. Thanks for having me.